0: episode of what more can I say skater boy fancast I'm Sabra Kogis
1: and I'm May and I'm not gonna tell you last, my last name because I like to retain my anonymity. It's not a joke that's just the reason.
0: yeah I was like what that's just real <laughs> what are you doing
1: I decided to try honesty for once.
0: I mean I love honesty. We all know how much I love honesty. I it's don't true. love honesty from you in the context of this podcast
1: <laughs> All right fine. I hid my last name because I was trying to hide it from the cats and then I forgot where I put it. Are you happy now?
0: Yes, I am happy. Right. <laughs> um, but at that point, I mean, the cats will find it eventually. That's or true. when you sell the house, the new owners of the house will find it. So then someone will know.
1: I think the cats will rip it to shreds and destroy it before that happens. Yikes. As they do with my other possessions.
0: Anyway, today we are discussing our top five favorite Avril Lavigne songs.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I have bow, I have a fun, uh, very short additional segment where I'll tell you Georgia's top five later on.
0: Oh, yay! That is exciting, actually, because yeah. I didn't I don't know what this episode's going to be besides me listing off some songs that people may or may not have heard of. Because virtually, this was a Skater Boy podcast, and spoiler alert, Skater Boy did not make my top five.
1: It almost didn't make my top five either, and then I gave it a lot of thought. <laughs> And I was like, I just feel like I can't not put it there because I do still love the song. When it comes on, Mm -hmm. I'm ready to party. It's not a song that I usually choose to listen to just because I feel like you need to be in a pretty specific Skater Boy mood. But also, (laughs) I think part of what makes Skater Boy great is that it's a radio song. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'll talk about this more when... Uh, We go through my top five or when we get to that number on my top five, because I assume we'll go every other to keep it interesting. But (laughs) it's it's a song that you're excited to hear when somebody else turns it on. You know what I mean? And that's where its power is. It's
0: embarrassing if you turn it on and then somebody else is with (laughs) you.
1: Well, as you know, I try as much as I can to avoid being self-conscious about the things I like and the things that make me me. And therefore, I don't feel embarrassed about my love of Skater Boy. But I do see what you mean.
0: Alrighty, that's interesting. We'll get to that. But we'll start with my fifth favorite. I cheated and I put two songs for my fifth favorite. I do have I... an
1: honorable mention. So that's fair, I think. Um, but also, just real quick, mine are not really in any sort of order. So if yours are in oh, order, I try really hard. But... so
0: hard. It, this was <laughs> impossible. Just so everybody knows, Avril Lavigne has so many songs. Oh my
1: god, she's prolific- She's a genius.
0: It's true. And and a lot of them are kind of like, they're similar vibes. So you're like, well, do I prefer this song of this vibe or do I prefer this song of this vibe? And you're trying in your list. That was
1: a problem I completely had also.
0: Yes. And in your list, you're trying to, like, mix it up. You're trying to go, like, some songs that are just there because they're bops, and some songs that are there because they're vulnerable, and, like, It's So May is, like, clapping and nodding along because apparently we both had the same issue.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're just huge Avril fans. We
0: discussed none of this in advance. Yeah!
1: Actually, for once, we didn't accidentally do the podcast already by ourselves.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We discussed nothing. I tried to kind of get May to talk about it with me, but she wouldn't respond to my texts. So (laughs) we're going in blind. Yeah. Oops. Rude. Anyway, so I put two because I couldn't decide because I've always said that I've said two things a lot on this podcast. I've said, what the hell is an amazing song? And I've said mobile is a bop. And so I couldn't decide which of them was five. So I put them both. And they're very different vibes. What the hell is a bop? Because it's just like, it's fun. And like, you want to be that kind of girl that Avril is where guys just like follow her all over town trying to make her fall in love with them. And she's like, no, thank you. Like, that's aspirational.
1: Yeah. And then they ask her to marry her. They always do.
0: I feel like we can't
1: have a podcast now where we don't say that. We're living in a post knowing that quote world.
0: (laughs) Instead of like pre nine eleven, post-9-11, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, it's pre-us hearing that quote, post-us hearing that yeah, quote. Yeah, that
1: was the big change for me.
0: <laughs> that was when my life got different. Um, mobile is just like, we've said it, it's so good. There's like these drums that go like right before the chorus and you just like, the endorphins go through your brain. It's like the same as like Runner's High, but it's Avril.
1: It's identical to Runner's High is the
0: thing. (laughs) It is. It sounds like I'm joking and I'm not.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, this is actually going to be, I think, I'm going to, you know, I like to do a little bit of a called shot on this podcast. Called shot for this episode. This is the one where we agree and are like, on the same page the most slash are hyped the most yes because any combination of five avril songs could have made it onto this list and i would be like yes absolutely
0: (laughs) no there are some songs there's a couple of songs where i'd be like really that was your top five i would respect it because i
1: think that um something we've talked about a lot on this podcast is that anything could be true at any given time for us so uh, (laughs) if you were to be like dumb blonde is my number one i'd be like damn go off
0: Honestly, I'd support Down Blonde being on someone's top five more than I'd support some of the songs from... More than I'd support my world being on someone's top five. You know what's
1: so funny? I was about to bring up the fact that I genuinely had a crisis of being like, is my world in my top five? (laughs) I kind of love it. I kind of love it. I do. I think there are some genuinely, like, some real actual skips. Like, I don't really like her song Hot, which is, I think, one of her more well-known songs i just don't think it's that good like it's, is, it's which
0: out al- is that on goodbye lullaby or i think it's on, on um the second album that i never remember i skip album. over the second album okay oh no so best damn thing
1: best damn thing yeah i think hot is on best huh. damn thing.
0: yeah best damn thing i think has some skips but there's also like i didn't put on my top five um one i didn't put i'm with you and i didn't put what's the ballad on on best damn thing that's also a Glee song, because yeah, it sounds yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. like it would be a Glee song. That song I also didn't put on, but I was like, I could see me putting both of these songs on yeah, this top five, I but I didn't. So what's your top, what's your fifth?
1: Um, so I put Skater Boy in the number five slot, really because okay. it was sort of too iconic not to put on there. And also because, like I said, nothing fills me with the kind of joy and adrenaline as like being <laughs> in a Macy's. And Skater Boy comes on. Are you kidding me?
0: Okay, that has not been an experience that I've had since the pandemic. So, but I, once you've said that, now I'm like, I need to go spend more time in Macy's. Yeah,
1: because it's going to play eventually. Like, you can. If you wait long enough. I'll tell you that one for free. (laughs) And you are going to love it. You're going to love every second of it. Or when it plays at, like, you're at a bar. You don't Mm -hmm. really super know anyone. You're not having the greatest time in the world. Are you kidding me? Skater Boy starts playing your best friends with everyone suddenly. Like you're ready to go out onto the dance floor and party till the cows come home.
0: There's a bar in my neighborhood um, that won't be my neighborhood for long because my landlord's raising my rent 65%. Uh-huh, so fun. Um, but for now, there's a bar in my neighborhood that I also used to work at that has a jukebox and you can like put a dollar in and play a song or maybe you get like three songs for a dollar or something. Should we, should you come into Manhattan and we go to that bar and we just play Skater Boy Absolutely. <laughs>
1: 20 times in a row yeah people would love it it would frankly take people ages to even notice
0: <laughs> it's like the john mulaney joke that we just do the john mulaney joke with yes what's new pussy cat but it's skater boy think
1: that people would be more excited every time that it came back on they would not be getting annoyed they would be loving it
0: except for the fact that i still know some of the regulars at that bar i want to do this maybe we find a different bar we yeah different bar, bucks. different bar for sure Okay. Um, I
1: also, so uh, one time this played while I was at a bowling alley, because I used to um, go bowling with a bunch of people from my law school. Law school bowling was a big thing. The pandemic killed it and it ruined my whole 3L year, but it was a big thing. It was a lot of I'm fun. Sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, listen. That's it?
0: That You were just saying that to say that Skater Boy played one time? Yes, yeah,
1: Skater Boy played one okay. time and it was like the entire Every law student there was having suddenly the best day of their whole life because we're all in roughly the same age group and we were, like, overjoyed.
0: So you know what song I feel like? This is, like, not Avril-related at all. I get that with Skater Boy. I feel like in my friend group, the song that this is the equivalent of is like Stacy's mom.
1: Yes. Like I feel like oh, when that song plays at the completely would happen when Stacy's mom too. But that's, I think they're actually, they fill up a very similar place, which is like, I usually would not seek those songs out to listen to mm-hmm. on my own, but when they play in public, oh my God,
0: yeah. best day ever. What a treat. <laughs> All righty. In my number four slot, I put Head Above Water. As I said last episode, this probably would be higher on my list if it wasn't a religious song. Again, I understand. I fully get where Avril's coming from. She is religious. She was sick. She was asking God. Like, totally makes sense. Just not relatable to me. I don't like religion. That's a personal thing. So I kept it a little bit lower. But is it one of her best songs of all time? Absolutely. No, no doubt about it
1: yeah it's so good it's so good it's It's like one of those things that i think is a little bit of a shame because it's like head and shoulders above the other songs on that album and if you hear it first you're like oh my god this album's gonna rule and then some Mm -hmm. of those songs really let you down like dumb blonde comes out of nowhere i mean that's not a pro or a con but it does come out of nowhere Oh, sorry for the loud crashing. That's my cats being idiots. Um, but then also, like, Birdie, that's not a very good song. There's a couple ones on there that, that one's are like, not great. Yeah, they're, you're letting yourself down there, bud.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think the first two, because I think, I'm pretty sure the album goes Head Above Water and then it goes. I fell in love with the devil and that song's also really good and feels really vulnerable and it's one of those things again I've said this but Avril's life is just so crazy because we have no idea who that man is and we will never know but it is about a relationship and that's insane to me
1: (laughs) I really want the Kiki Palmer saying I don't know who this man is to go here (laughs) Can throw that in? <laughs> no worries if you forget, but I think it would be funny. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. You know, people will like post a gif on Twitter or whatever to respond to someone. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do that in an audio medium. So I don't know who this <laughs> man is. Thanks, Geeky. In my number four slot is What the Hell.
0: I'm glad you put it there. I'm glad I'm glad. What the Hell made your top five. It
1: made my top five. Uh, I, This is one of those songs. There's a certain kind of song that I can listen to six times in a row. And I barely comprehend that it started and stopped, but I'm having a great time (laughs) the whole time. Sorry, my cats are being so loud. So for me, what the hell does this thing where I usually am a person who will study and listen to lo-fi. And so I'll have listened to, you know, I'll sit in one spot and listen to just hours of lo-fi. And my brain turns to mud. As I, you know, (laughs) write a paper or do research or whatever. And then I just sometimes will have this need for like a jolt to the brain in the form of a song. Yes. And man does what the hell do that. Or like if you take a final and then you drive away from your school. Mm -hmm. What the hell? All the way up. You know, if you've just done something stressful, it doesn't need to be school related. That's just my life experience right now. But, you know, <laughs> you do the big presentation at your job and yeah. then you're, you're done with it or whatever. Or like you quit a job. What the hell? Blasting it. <laughs> it's a blast the song while I drive away type of vibe.
0: Yes, And like I said, it's aspirational. In that song, Avril is who I want to be. I mean, just in life, Avril is who I want to be, but like that song is the epitome of why I want to be Avril. Yes.
1: And I also, like, even if you can't relate to the situation, there's something relatable about the feeling of like, I'm going to try something different and I don't care. I'm going to bring it back to High School Musical. Are you ever worried that you're going to (laughs) try something different and that it goes terribly and all your friends laugh at you? What like going left? You're doing great. Anyway, (laughs) this song is about
0: Troy (laughs) Bolton. This is a high school musical podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we took a season-long break from it being a high school musical podcast, but the bitches are back, and by that I mean the boys are back. <laughs> like in the third movie. Well, I always
1: have noticed that because this will come up with another song that I talk about later. People are always telling Navarre to stick to the status quo, and she says no 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 to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but she also did do that because she tried to not stick to her status quo by doing head above water. And then it didn't work so well, so she did Love Sucks. Love Sucks, sucks, yeah.
1: And and I think this all takes place within the High School Cinematic Universe, and this is High School Musical 8.
0: High School Musical 8? Yeah. What happened to... We had High School Musical 1 through 3, the fourth movie never happened, and then High School Musical, the musical, the series. Where did 8 come from? It
1: just felt like a number that worked. And it was. (sighs) I'm not taking questions at this time, but thanks.
0: Alrighty. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) In my... Third slot, I put FU off her new album, Love Sucks.
1: Wow.
0: I, I know. I, I know. I think it's catchy. I think the part where she's like, I'm fucking over you is just like, that is like, that's what you want to hear. That's what you want to be. That is, again, it's aspirational <laughs> when you're sad. that's where you want to be the only reason honestly that i didn't put it higher was because i don't necessarily love the lyrics of the chorus of like every time i talk to you you're not listening i waste my breath on you you're not listening i just don't love the repeated you're not listening um but the whole song overall so catchy that i was like it has to it has to go here and actually i should say It didn't make my top five, but I did think of putting it instead of this song all I wanted. But I felt like it did not give me the same endorphin rush, the same dopamine, the same whatever other chemicals go on in my brain as F.U. did.
1: I think that's a great choice. And it's interesting because my number three is Love Sucks.
0: Oh, my God. That's my number two.
1: (laughs) Oh, very nice. Oh, spoilies. Yeah, this song is so good. It's just so it good is. I don't once again I don't understand we've talked about how we don't know why this wasn't the single yes uh, I don't know why it's not the single I mean this song is excellent it's just so good like you can blast this in the car and anyone with you will be like very nice I mean I think the uh, my one critique of it and it's a major critique is that I think the uh the bridge in this one is a total miss for me I think I might have talked about this when we listened to the in our episode where we talked about the Mm -hmm. full album but when she's like i'm gonna make all my exes say oh what i don't think, and especially because she explicitly says i'm gonna make which i hate (laughs) i'm gonna make because also when people say ama on the internet when they write i-m-m-a that means i'm gonna yeah you can't say i'm I'm gonna uh,
0: well okay no she so according to the genius lyrics it's let's play a game of tic-tac-toe I'm a go and make all my exes say oh, which is still just to make the, like, rhythm work because, like, it had been predetermined and she had to fit that, but this is for the time that we dodged a bullet, I'm, I'm better off, and yeah, I know it, and then that repeats.
1: That part's good. It's just the, I'm gonna make all my exes, or I'm, I'm gonna go and make all my exes say oh. What does that mean?
0: Um... Like, I mean, there's also that song X's and O's by some artist that I don't remember off yeah. the top of my head. I think it's kind of just, like, l- people like to put X's and O's, like, but E-X-E-S. Yeah. Like, I think it's just, like, a fun wordplay. But I guess, let's play a game of tic-tac-toe. I'm gonna go and make all my X's say O. Oh. That's nothing. I, well, when I think O, oh, I think, like, sex. But that's I know, that's what, what I think,
1: too. So
0: it's confusing. <laughs> I'm so glad that you said that because I didn't want to be
1: weird and say that if you were like, that's not what anyone thinks. But it's totally what I think.
0: And so then it's very strange because you're like, wait, but I thought you didn't want to get what? Unless she means that they're going to like jack off to the thought of her because they can't have her anymore. Which like power play. That's a really wild thing
1: to put on one lot. Like, not that it's a wild thing for you to think, but it's a wild thing if that were what she meant, that would be wild. Yeah. Her. So I think it's not that. But anyway, I'm talking about <laughs> how great this song is, but I wanted to acknowledge that that one line is terrible. <laughs> but it's such a good song.
0: It is such a good song. I like The Bridge. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't care. <laughs> It's <laughs> just my thought like it's catchy and it's wordplay and i don't care well, so
1: i mean it's in that typical avril song fashion where she can throw in a dumb line that's her prerogative it's not i'm going to bop to the song regardless
0: right it honestly it's so it wouldn't good. be an avril song if all of the lines made sense
1: yeah but i mean like do you think i'm stupid i keep killing cupid that's so fun <laughs> it's so fun
0: the whole song is so fun i listen
1: to this song and i'm like smiling
0: Well, also, you know what I noticed about this song? She says multiple times in the song, like, there's lots of... She talks about being nauseous or I just want to throw up. And the whole first verse is, are we having fun yet? Tell me, are we done yet? Tired of being cautious, cutting all my losses. You make me nauseous. And she says that line again. And then she obviously, the chorus is, na-na-na-na, another breakup. When I think of you, I just want to throw up. And I think that this is interesting only because in Boys Lie, where she says, you make me anxious... My, like, main symptom of anxiety is I get nauseous, and, like, uh, I have thrown up from really bad anxiety, and, like, I definitely can't eat when I get anxious, so I just, I'm like, oh my god, it's all coming together. It yeah, all Yeah, it's, it all like, relates. the empowering
1: version of that. You know what's right. funny? You, you did a lot of lead-up to this that made me think that you were going to say that she was pregnant, and I was <gasps> like, I am not getting that at all, dude.
0: No, I was... <laughs> not what I was going for (laughs) but I think it's interesting that your first thought when I think nausea I think food poisoning or anxiety when you think nausea you think baby
1: well I've never had food poisoning and uh usually anxiety does not make me nauseous so those are not lucky yeah (laughs) no it has in the past like when you said you'd thrown up from anxiety I also have but not in a long long time
0: Yeah, I've only done it recently. I would get nauseous from it, but really, no, yeah, I guess I would get nauseous from it my whole life or, like, not be able to eat because of it, but it wasn't until probably, like, September or October that I was, I found myself throwing up from it.
1: And also from thinking of your ex, I assume?
0: Um, no, but I, one of the times it was because I got into this fight with this dude I was sleeping with. Nice. Okay, that works. Yeah, same we'll, thing. We'll
1: count it as part of the Love Sucks cinematic universe.
0: Oh, it definitely is part of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just because we were never in love doesn't mean yeah. It, yeah, love yeah. doesn't
1: suck. Also, when she says love sucks, it sounds like a low stakes love. You know what I mean? It sounds like yeah. more of a... When she says love, and I know we talked about this on the podcast already, but I a love to repeat myself. Um, <laughs> speaking of love, I think this is less being in love and more of the... The monolith that is love, as we see it to mean just dating in general.
0: Yes. I, for a second, was like, I don't understand what you're saying.
1: I think it's why Why does the pursuit of love suck? Yes. That would have just been way too much of a mouthful, so she didn't call it that. But I know she thought of it.
0: <laughs> we know what she meant. We we're in Avril's head.
1: Lying in my bed, thinking the pursuit of love sucks.
0: <laughs> um, For my second song I said love sucks so instead I'm going to take this time to just say that I did also almost consider break of a heartache for my top five and it's the so reason, good it is so good but the reason I didn't is because it doesn't make sense and I texted this to <laughs> me and she did not respond we have to assume she meant it on purpose right Yeah. we have to assume that because even though the real phrase what she really meant was ache of a heartbreak so kind of the Inverse or the opposite of what she said, somebody would have told her, right? Somebody would have stopped and been like, Avril, that can't be what you mean. And nobody stopped her. So that it has to be on purpose, even though we can't figure out why. Okay. I
1: have a counterpoint to that. Nobody told her not to say avalanche. Okay. So.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But at least she's still saying the word. And again, like, she might be doing that for like vocal health purposes like we don't know but break of a heartache when you could have said ache of a heartbreak did she just do it to be fun because honestly it is more fun to say it incorrectly than to say it correctly i think she just
1: did it to be fun and sh- she did a great job it was fun and i think she didn't expect anyone to think about it the way we are thinking about it
0: but she has so many fans yes but other people
1: don't ponder her work the way we do she
0: has multiple Reddit threads.
1: Yeah, but what are what are they full of? Pictures of Avril where everybody says she looks hot.
0: Well, that's one. But the Avril Levine music thread specifically prohibits that kind of uh, photos and posts because they know that Avril does not like it.
1: So- Good as they should. I'm glad that they do that. But you know, maybe the critical thinking skills that we are applying are not applied across the board. Shall so we? So what
0: you're saying is that we are smarter than everybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm always saying that about myself, so I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll add you to that. Sure.
0: Thank you so much. Oh my god, I'm so honored to be here. <laughs> I'd like to thank my brain for doing all the hard work, and I'd like to thank my face for being pretty enough that I wouldn't have to be smart if I didn't want to be.
1: Perfect. Love it. <laughs> so I have a weird uh, choice for my number two. I think okay. it's an it's a uh, very underrated Admiral song. It is the song "Fall to Pieces." off of her second album.
0: Oof. Okay.
1: Um, Under My Skin.
0: I'm not gonna lie, I skip over the second album. Like, I, I just think don't. actually
1: Under My Skin is a very underrated, very good Avril song because it also has a song that I came so close to putting in my top five that it wasn't even funny. Um, which is uh well now I can't think of the name, so do I even really love it. Uh My Happy Ending is off of
0: It is and it's a good song, but it's not my top five.
1: So I think it would be my happy ending is on my list of songs in my brain that if you nailed it at a karaoke, then I would respect you forever.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: like, that's a bring a house down incredible karaoke song. But the reason that I chose It's not fun pieces, enough. It totally is fun enough. Everybody knows it, and you get to just, like...
0: But then you could just do Skater
1: Boy. Well, that's another great one, but there's something, like, my happy ending is much more difficult vocally so if you crush it at karaoke then you're a genius you know what right I mean? but you
0: have to understand that everybody I can't believe I just used the phrase you have to understand that's a callback to last season <laughs> it really is <laughs> you have to understand that everybody is bad at karaoke so don't do the vocally difficult song when there's an equally fun song that's easier not that skater boy is that easy vocally it's it's hard but like At least it feels more effortless.
1: Yeah, but I think that it's, there's like a a risk-reward karaoke thing where if you come in and you do a song that's like just challenging enough vocally, but also everyone knows and loves it, Mm
0: -hmm. then I'll be
1: impressed. Like, here's an example. This is a strange example, but someone from my law school did um, uh, Forget You by CeeLo Green for karaoke. Mm -hmm. That's And like so ridiculously nailed it. And that's a hard song, I imagine.
0: It's really not that hard if it sits in your vocal range. The only issue comes for a karaoke setting with the bridge. Because, like, it kind of gets a little, like, spoken. Which I think can be, can feel awkward in karaoke. And, like, yeah, there's a lot of, like, the screaming, like, why? Why? Like, that, I think, would feel awkward. So, if you can commit to it, then it's really not that difficult vocally. But... It has to sit in your range.
1: Yeah, I just think, though, for it's like a lot of falsetto, mm-hmm. which can be tough because that can sound horrendous. I've heard some people, ooh, karaoke, falsetto, ooh, ooh, uh-oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think it's a similar thing with my happy ending where she hits these notes that are like, if you come into karaoke, you're going to bring the house down with that if you do it well. But anyway, it's not in my top five, so there's no reason to discuss it at this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I really like Fall to Pieces because it's just a sweet love song, and it's a really good sweet love song, and I think it's adorable, and I uh, don't think that Avril does the, like, just a sincere sweet song all that often, and I like it. It's a great one.
0: Yeah, I guess I also don't, I don't necessarily look to Avril for those types of songs, so I get what you're saying, but, like, I look to Avril for, like, angst and then, like, party bops. Like, I'm not necessarily here, I'm happy that she's in love and that it's working out for her, maybe, hopefully, this time, but, like, I'm not here to hear about it, you know?
1: Yeah, but I think this is a song that reminds me of being a teenager, which a lot of her songs do, but mm-hmm. this one also. I mean, it's partially because it reminds me of, like, listening to this album with George when we were kids.
0: Aww. Which is, like, a cute
1: memory. <laughs> Um, which actually I'll tell you his favorite Avril Lavigne song after this, but this isn't on his list, but it does make me like think of that time, which I think is pretty cute. And it captures like a very cute being in love with someone Mm -hmm. and it sounds very youthful and it aligns with my experience and I like it.
0: Alrighty, here we go for number one, our number one favorite Avril Lavigne songs. Mine should come as no surprise because I've talked about it a lot. Mm -hmm. My favorite is Rock and Roll.
1: I'm not surprised by that at all.
0: You shouldn't be. It's so fun. It's so good. Beyond like the music video being insane, which is also like fun, but just the song itself, like it's a getting out of this town song, which we've talked at length about, which is also just like, it feels the most in the genre. I think it's funny because it's called rock and roll, but it's not really a rock and roll song. Yeah,
1: (laughs) at all. (laughs) It's
0: not, but it's just like the The energy feels good. It's one of those songs where I don't think it's about a person. It's a love song. It's like you and I are gonna get out of this town, Um, but even though it doesn't feel personal, it like still feels relatable. And like, I agree. It still feels like it could be about somebody for somebody, and that is delightful to me.
1: Yeah, and I I also think that part of the thing that makes Avril Lavigne's songs good a lot of the time is that she's referencing these things that she's not actually necessarily doing. Like she's saying it's called rock and roll, but it's not a rock and roll song. (laughs) But she's talking about how she likes that. You know what I mean? She likes the punk aesthetic. She likes rock and roll. It doesn't mean that's necessarily what she is doing. But, you know, she's saying she likes it within doing something else that's more poppy. And that's fun, too.
0: Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, so that's my favorite. That's... I almost didn't put it as my favorite. I, like, kept putting it lower on the list as I was making my list. It was, like, it started out as, like, my third favorite. And then I was like, no, it's got to go higher. And then I get to, like, second favorite. And then eventually I was like, why am I lying to myself? Yeah. Like, just let it be. Because I think I feel weird about... My favorite, I don't even know if it was a single, but it got a music video, and I think I feel weird about, like, more mainstream songs being my favorite. Right, right, Because right. I feel like I should be, like, a better fan and, like, picking the obscure things. But, like... But if it's good, it's good. Exactly. Because, I mean,
1: my one that I put for my number one, and I said this wasn't really in order, but, like, it's in order a little bit. Um, I put I'm With You as my number one.
0: yeah. I thought you were gonna do that I'd be I would have been surprised if you didn't do that yeah I think it's
1: just like to me she's so good at a ballad and this is her best ballad Mm -hmm. in my opinion and like it's just such a slam dunk on so many levels it's so interesting it's a very unique song I don't know I feel like as ballads go it's like it's just a great one it's just a great one and the music video is fun
0: you think that's better than Keep Holding On, which is the song title that we I couldn't do remember I do think it's earlier? better than,
1: yes, I do think it's better than Keep Holding On, and this is why. Keep Holding On is super good, but I think, one, there's something that feels a little tinging on generic to me about it.
0: It's one of those things where I think I first heard the song as a Glee cover, mm-hmm. and so in my mind, <laughs> it's a Glee song. <laughs> i know it's not i know it's an Avril song but it feels like a glee song
1: right and and the the other thing that i was gonna say which ties into your glee song thing and ties into my a little bit feeling of mild genericness with it is that i think this was on a movie soundtrack and i couldn't for the life of me tell you which movie because this would work for any movie (laughs) if this movie is rated pg or if it's like a very low stakes rated PG-13 movie. Um, Mm -hmm. This song works for it. I don't care what the movie is. And like, does that mean that the song is great because it's universal? Absolutely. But does it mean that it's going to be my favorite? No. Like, I'm With You doesn't feel like it could be on any movie soundtrack in the world. It feels specifically like it could be on like the Juno soundtrack.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or even then. Yeah, you'd have to find a very specific movie to put that song into. Yeah. And you'd have to, like, go into it being, like, this is the song for this scene. It couldn't Mm -hmm. be, like, added later as, like, an afterthought.
1: Exactly. And so that's what I mean when I say it's very unique. Like, I don't know another song that's about this. I don't... I couldn't even really tell you what it's about.
0: I could not begin to tell you what it's about. And I think about that every time I hear it. I'm like, what? Yeah, but it's
1: just a mood and a vibe. And I, again... It feels a lot like being a teenager, which makes sense because she was a teenager when she wrote this, in that Mm -hmm. it feels like that weird teenage uncertainty of, like, not knowing what you're really talking about, but you have a feeling and it's an intense feeling. And that plays out in the music video where she's, like, walking around looking like a teen being a teen.
0: (laughs) I just feel like we had very different, we had very different teenage experiences. It's true. (sighs) Wild. Considering yeah. we still met when we were like teenagers.
1: It's true. It's true. I would have been like 20, I think.
0: No, you were 19.
1: Oh yeah, I guess I was nineteen, damn. Yeah. Crazy yeah.
0: Town. Alrighty, what are George's top songs?
1: Um, well, first I want to talk about a quick honorable mention. Okay. The thing is, I don't think that this as a song is all that good. So I, I couldn't really justify putting it in my top five, but I love this song. Okay. Which is Nobody's Fool off her first album really it is so good i think again a lot of this is because it's like it feels like being a teenager and like this song is a great example of that for me because something that was really important to me as a teenager and remains important to me as an adult but obviously comes up a lot less is like Mm -hmm. staying true to yourself even if other people are very different from you you know and like want you to be a different way yeah and like that was something that you know as a teenager i i came from like a pretty non-traditional background in terms of like schooling and obviously that's Mm -hmm. really important when you're a kid and like yeah a lot of people would be like weird to me about it or you know like ask very annoying questions and I felt very much like do
0: you have social skills
1: yeah yeah which is like so (laughs) annoying (laughs) you know what I mean because the answer is like yes of course like I don't want to have some weird conversation with you about this yeah um And because of that, I kind of had this real like hold fast to the the things that you like and the person that you are and really don't compromise that, which I took with me through life and still very much hold dear. That's like a real uh, closely held belief of mine is that you need to just figure out who you are and not let other people do that for you. And Mm -hmm. this song is dumb, but it conveys (laughs) that in a really like accurate to me kind of way.
0: And yeah, also, it's authentic to her. It's one of the yeah. few songs that she has that feels like it's about her and her life in a yeah, real way. and it way. feels
1: very real to me. And also there's a lot of speak singing in it. And while I think it's like dumb and it gets a little like, oh, oh no, white people rapping-y. But it also aligns with a lot of those early 2000s songs where people were doing this, like Third Eye Blind, one of my favorite songs. By them, but even in general, is this third eye blind song uh, called? My God, I can't remember the names of any songs I like.
0: It's okay. I've been having brain fog all week. Um, while you're trying to figure out that song, I'm going to tell you my honorable mention, which is "Contagious" off of Best Damn Thing. Ooh. Yes, it's it's just fun, and it doesn't like nobody knows it, and so it doesn't like ever get played anywhere. But it's just fun it's so contagious like that's fun like you just want to be like oh my god when you listen to it
1: what i love about that is that it does the opposite of what i said skater boy did but both of them are really good important things like it's not a play in public when you get excited and you get excited about mm-hmm. it type of song it's a play it by yourself and you're like hee, nobody yes. knows this but me and it feels like a secret type of yes
0: thing. it's the kind of song that you would put in like A teenage movie where they're dancing around in their room and then their mom barges in and they get all embarrassed and the music cuts out really abruptly like that's the kind of song it is
1: yeah I completely agree that's like a (laughs) (laughs) spot-on description of it but um the speak singing thing uh the song um never let you go by third eye blind that's like I'll never let you go that one I don't know if you know it I don't It's real good. But at one point he goes, I remember the stupid things, the mood rings, bracelets and the beads. And he goes off on like a whole speaky thing. And it's like dumb, but I love it. And Nobody's Fool does that so well, but so badly, but so well.
0: I had this thought, this is different than what you're saying because you're talking about an artist singing and then themselves going into kind of like a speak rap part, but I was listening to Payphone today by Maroon 5, Mm -hmm. and it's a good song, but there is a rap part of it where a professional separate rapper comes in. And it just feels like they are rapping about something that is wildly unrelated to the song. And it was just like, they didn't, like, nobody, like, cross-checked, like, do these two songs go together? Are they about the same topic? They just, like, wrote two separate songs. It was like, let's put them together. And, like, that's why we have payphone. Yeah. And I was like, why is that? Because this is not the only song that this happens in. Why is yeah, this Yeah, it's happening? pretty
1: common in features. It's especially funny when, and I can't unfortunately think of an example of this off the top of my head, but I know that I've heard this and been like, what? Which is when the whole chorus is like very respectful and Mm -hmm. then there's like a very like sexist rap or Mm -hmm. the reverse of that when the song is really obnoxious and then a rap comes in and it's like, babe, I love you. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. Like I understand the two things being different about different scenarios, but this one feels like you disagree. Like if you hung out, <laughs> yeah. you didn't like each other. <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> happening.
0: Yeah, well, I think I just had the thought. Also, Payphone is by Maroon Five, but they also have Girls Like You, which it's not that the rap is. I think it's Nicki Minaj rapping on, or no, is it Cardi? It's Cardi B. I think raps on it, and it's not that the rap doesn't go with the song, but like the the vibe of the song, the music of the song. Does not lend itself to rap. So I'm like, why Oof. why did we do this?
1: Well, do you remember when Friday? was like, everyone's yes. making fun of Friday on the internet. Yes. Some late night talk show did a Friday bit. It might have even been SNL, but I don't remember because that was a mm-hmm. long time ago. And also I don't care about that kind of thing. But there was one funny line from it where they have like the rapper come in and then he leaves. And then the main person is like, that was a rapper which makes this a <laughs> real song. And that really was true for a while where like everything had a rap feature, whether yeah. it made sense or not. And it was almost like trying to like, not do hip-hop but but make like white people music cooler it was really cringy
0: yeah I mean isn't that what we're always trying to do yeah just make white people music and white people in general (laughs) cooler it's not going well but we're trying
1: oh my god I love when people post those like lists of things that like white dads will flip out if they hear it in public (laughs) like the Uh, they're so spot on every time but anyway well,
0: there's also the commercials the uh it's some it's like an insurance company commercial where it's like we can't stop you from becoming your parents but we can give you this insurance those are such good commercials they actually whoever came up with that marketing campaign a fucking plus
1: yes when everyone's trying to pronounce quinoa really good stuff
0: (laughs) yeah or like the dude like is like gets help at the supermarket from an employee and then like goes to find the manager and is like this person was so good they are so good at their job
1: <laughs> nice
0: and it's like truly no one cares yeah anyway oh, so funny george's top five
1: george's top five he said skater boy has to be on there because it's too iconic not to be i okay. agree um he said, What the hell is on his top five.
0: Thank God. I'm glad we're all on the same page here about it's that. So song.
1: good. Like all it my is. life I've been good, but now
0: whoa, whoa, I'm whoa, thinking, whoa, whoa. what the hell? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> correct. Um, he said, and I thought this was adorable. He said, She's got a song that goes like, I don't like your girlfriend, or something. That's gotta be up there. And I said, Girlfriend, George? <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, that song rules. <laughs>
0: that is that is absolutely a song where like you feel hype whenever it comes on yeah but i i don't but you can't do it for karaoke it's like not singy enough for it to like be a good karaoke song it's true and so that's why it didn't make my top five
1: i agree it's like not a karaoke song uh but it's so good it's yeah. so good.
0: <laughs> I think it would be. Well, you know what's so funny? I actually
1: think that if you could somehow find a way to pull it off at karaoke, then it would be incredible. But I don't think anyone can, except for Avril.
0: Should we dress up in my Avril Levine Halloween costume and try to pull that song off on- at karaoke?
1: Yeah, why the fuck not? We gotta wait for everyone <laughs> to be really drunk, though.
0: You know, what the hell? What the hell? I can't do that song at karaoke, though, because her range is so ridiculous that nobody that is not her can possibly recreate it. Yeah, Um, it's true. The song goes too low, too high.
1: (sighs) Yeah, you're right. It's
0: very sad because it's such a good song.
1: Anyway. So then he said that um, he would take any of those really iconic songs, whether it be Complicated, I'm With You, My Happy Ending, something like that, and just fill a spot with that. Sure. Um, and then he said his all-time favorite, which I already knew, is Anything But Ordinary. George loves that song.
0: Really?
1: Yeah. He's always loved that song, like, for years.
0: It's a fine song, but it's not top he loves five.
1: It. Yeah. That's his number one.
0: Damn. I will say, yeah. also, there's a TikTok trend where you use a sound from Dance Moms, where Abby's going through the pyramid, and so you kind of, like, rank your top six of something and people do it for like which college do they end up picking or something like that I did it with Avril Lavigne albums I ranked them I did not rank under my skin because it's my least favorite and there were only six slots and she has seven albums so that one did not make the cut then I said goodbye lullaby because the only song it gave us was what the hell and the rest of it you're kind of like there. And then I did her self titled Avril Lavigne album. It is the album that gave us rock and roll. But again, other than that, it's kind of like, hmm. Then I did Best Damn Thing, which honestly, I feel like Best Damn Thing has like the least num like there, I don't know that there's anything on Best Damn Thing, nothing, oh no, wait. Yeah, nothing on Best Damn Thing made my top five. Is that a true statement? It is a true statement. So again, Contagious was my, honorable mention, but I mean out of my six favorite songs, nothing from there made it. But overall, the whole album just feels like a bop. Like you just feel bop when you that. listen to it. Yeah. Then I did as my third let go. Um I felt slightly blasphemous putting it low, but third is where it had to go in order to put head above water as number two, because it gave us head above water. And it's the most vulnerable, I've said this a million times. And then finally, I ranked Love Sucks as her best album. Wow. Yeah. I feel really strongly about Love Sucks.
1: Yeah. I think Let Go is my favorite of her albums. I think it would be really hard to shake it from that spot for me. Uh, I do think Love Sucks comes in at number two, but I actually think Under My Skin is my third because I do know those songs really well, and I think it's a pretty cohesive album. I think it's like a more cohesive version of Let Go, but Let Go is still better.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I think Let Go feels more cohesive the more you listen to it.
1: I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Because ultimately we sort of found a theme in there. Yeah. And I agree with us. And
0: the more I (laughs) listen to it, the more I'm like, this song fits that theme. This song fits that theme. This song fits Mm -hmm. that theme. And also the songs
1: are just really good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's hard. I think that if you put a collection of really good songs together, it's hard to be like, well, this album's bad.
0: Yeah. I guess it depends on what you're looking for in an album. Somebody asked me that on Hinge. I did not match with them. But they were like, what's your favorite, like, no skips album? Which I would probably say Tickets to My Downfall, Machine Gun Kelly. Um, If not, I would probably say Manic by Halsey. But maybe now I put Love Sucks somewhere up there. Top five.
1: Yeah. It's real good.
0: Cause even I think Let Go has some skips. Yeah. My world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's I also want to say,
0: yeah, May did <laughs> when I pitched this uh, as a first when I pitched this as a concept, May was like, Yeah, that's such a good idea for an episode. And then later she was like, It's just gonna be really boring and short when all of our top five are my world. Yeah, so... my world five times.
1: <laughs> Put that shit on repeat. Wow, this really also has me thinking about what my favorite No Skips album is, and the problem is that I could give you, like, 15 answers, depending on mood.
0: What is it in this exact moment?
1: Uh, Wake Up Sunshine, All Time Low. Real good.
0: Mm.
1: That also, that album hit at a really specific time, because the singles came out before um, COVID lockdowns hit, and then the Mm -hmm. album was released during COVID lockdowns, and I was in London um, right before COVID, so... I remember like walking around the streets of London, listening to the singles. And then I remember walking around the streets of George's neighborhood, six feet apart, <laughs> listening to the full album, like had a portable speaker walked around the streets of his town, six feet apart. Cause we couldn't go near each other. Cause he worked at the airport at the time.
0: But you couldn't just like put headphones in and both press play at the same time.
1: Yeah, we couldn't. Cause we were, well, so first of all, that would not be as fun. Okay. But second of all, we were like trying to hang out. Yeah. yeah. So, but that, you know, it's, like, a weird memory, but it's a fond memory because that was fun.
0: Yeah. Actually, I was just talking to someone today who was, like, I kind of miss COVID because he misses when New York City wasn't as populated as it is mm. right now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which I understand. And and I get where he and I both were, like, annoyed by I'm less annoyed. He's annoyed with like the influx of people. I'm less annoyed because I want everybody to experience New York City. And I want everybody to want to live here because it's the greatest city in the world. But mm-hmm. we were both very annoyed by like the people who moved out of New York City at the start of the pandemic. We're like, I can't do this. And then moved back in when everything yeah, got like that's fun again. frustrating. Yeah. It's really fucking frustrating. Like you couldn't be like you're just it's like a fair weather friend, but for a city. <laughs>
1: totally, 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 totally. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best, etc. etc. Yes, et
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about the city I live in, which is yeah. weird. But makes sense. This is to where me. we're at. Um <laughs> Alrighty, gang. If you want to share your top five with us, you can leave us a voice message Ooh. and we will not play it on the podcast unless you tell us that we can um and even then we probably won't so you're just free to talk <laughs> to us like we're your friends which i assume is why you're listening to this podcast anyway because you feel like you need other humans to talk to you right now and that's what's yep. happening when we do this podcast because otherwise i don't know why you'd be listening to it Fair um enough. you can also tweet at us at skater Um, You can message us on Instagram, but I don't check the Instagram. So you know what? Maybe you have messaged us and I have no idea. Um, Or you can find us on TikTok at Skater Fan Cast. Um, And yeah, that's all I got, guys. There's nothing really in my personal life.
1: Remember that no Avril Lavigne top five is a wrong or bad Avril Lavigne top five. They're all excellent. You really
0: want to die on that hill?
1: Yeah unless you put Hello Kitty five times, then you would be wrong. <laughs> but other than that, pretty much any Avril Lavigne song combination is the right one for you. And that's what's important.
0: To be clear, you can put Hello Kitty on your top five. It, can't, it just can't be the only song on your top five. Yeah,
1: because that would be unhinged. Come on now.
0: <laughs> this has been another episode of What More Can I Say? Skaterboy Fancast.
1: Can I make it any more obvious?
0: And I think today we did.
1: I think we did make it obvious today. <laughs>